You're listening to Those Nellen Brothers Podcast. How's it going, everyone? Uh, this is Brett Nellen for Those Nellen Brothers Podcast. And David Nellen. We are two nerds that happen to be brothers who enjoy talking about games, tech, anything else we happen to like. How's it going, bro? Good. Like, this week is a nerd's dream. This e- week's a gamer's dream. Yeah. E- E3. E3. All the way. Yeah, I know. Just tons of stuff to talk about. Um, pretty much what I said, tech and everything else is going to get thrown out the door. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to bring it hard about E3, what we saw, what we liked. Um, we're, we're not even going to bother with what we didn't like, so we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go over what we're excited to see coming up and, uh, details about the games. Uh, and of course a little bit about the Xbox one X now Scorpio's release. So, um, any stories? So I graduated this week. Uh Oh, I'm done with school. Finally. That's awesome, bro. You're supposed to be quiet in the background, man. Yeah. Studio on its audience. Are we 44? Episode 44. Uh, I don't remember. I don't care. I'll figure it out later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's awesome, though. I mean, what, what? So, what? You went from a, a thriving, educated per- school or being in education to what? Unemployed? I'm not unemployed. Just added to the unemployment numbers? I'm still employed. Oh. I'm just not employed at my job yet. field anymore. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's right. Now you're now you're just working for you just got an overpaid education and working for minimum wage. Minimum wage. Uh, that's awesome. That's cool stuff. Yeah. So uh, that's great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's great. I'm walking through. It's gonna be fun finding a job in my field. Sweet. In the next three months. Yeah, only having to work one job, not a job. Thirty-hour job jobs. and then a thirty-hour school week along. Thirty-hour school week? That's kind of low, don't you think? Yeah, I don't know, Sixty hours? How <laughs> it's many? It's probably you? around sixty hours. Yeah, you working your forty-five hours a week or whatever, and calling it a day. Yeah, commute times. Not sure. Forty, forty hours, fifty, sixty hours would be even lower than that. Yeah, your, your new nightmare: commuting, because you're going to commute somewhere in the downtown Seattle Pacific Northwest area, Redmond or whatever. Not really. Hopefully, maybe you can get a job in Auburn or something like that. That's probably what I'm going to go for. Oh, even Winton wouldn't be too bad for me. No. All right, man. So this week's been incredibly uneventful, except for oh, I got this crazy story. So I'm just going to tell it real quick. Okay. So I work with uh, a bunch of game testers or mm-hmm. game support people. And so what that entails is a bunch of just really young people that really don't know what they want to do with their lives. So this guy who walks our hallways all the time just staring at his phone all day. Every day, just stares at his phone as he walks down the hallway. He never, when he's leaving wherever his work area, his phone's in his hand and he's just staring at it. Wow. Like, and he walks down the halls and so happened to be following this dude and I'm like, I'm taking a, taking a, going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I follow this guy into the bathroom and I'm like, oh, all the stalls are full. So now I'm just waiting in the corner, right? Yeah, awkwardly. This dude, yeah, awkwardly. Well, there's a shower. So I just kind of like meander into the shower. So I'm not like just sitting in the bathroom. Well, I'm kind of in there, and this dude actually, you know, saddles up to the the urinal with his phone in his hand. I'm like, oh my god, really? Like, you can't just put it in your pocket for five seconds? Like, one, this thing has a camera, so it's kind of awkward. Like, what are you doing, bro? So he's just sitting there, and next thing I hear, like, I hear this, 
and I hear the S bomb. Not again. And then I, I like I I happen to look over and he's fishing his phone out of the urinal that he just got done pissing in. He's fishing it out of your out of the urinal and then he like he like wipes it off on his legs and he starts using it again and I'm like no what are you doing bro no like what uh, mind blow but the part the part the part that's so key to this no not again. Yeah, (laughs) that's happened before. (laughs) Bro, learn, learn. Well, that's like that's my one great story of the week. Oh wow, I know that's a great. That's so funny. No, not again. He fishes it out. Doesn't even like. He doesn't even like take it to the like sink and wash it off or anything. You know, he just like like wipes it off on his leg and starts using it again. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> oh that's just bad please, man please man get pink eye you need pink eye <laughs> wrong area of the body for pink eye though well i mean when he puts this to his face and he gets all that you know uh, yeah junk in his things but that's my great story you ready to get to this yeah e3 all the way e3 MCM Monkey sitting in the tree. K I L L I N G. I spelled it right, right. Killing spree. Dip, chip, dip, dip, chip. Don't bother. This was a one way flight, mate. Alright, E3. So, we're going to talk about the games that we're excited about that's coming out. Yeah, we're going to. We're just, just we're just not gonna get it. one. We would spend six hours, and we're trying not to make. We're trying to make this a reasonable podcast. Mm-hmm. So we 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 bring it down to our top ten games that we are the sightest mouse about E three. Um, so let's get into this. Yes. So first one first. What what was your? We're gonna go from worst to top. What was your worst side? Worst one. I think Need for Speed is my least excited one for. Like I'm not a huge racing fan. Yes, I like the Need for Speed with cops situation but well so what turned you off about this game because i mean it's a very similar setup to forza with a grand theft auto twist is how they demoed it yeah but like cars have health bars like yeah you can hit them but the action scenes afterwards i don't know if that was just part of the scream the, the demo, demo i don't think so i think the car blowing up is going to be part of it now when it was a one and one and done blast it was really cool when it hit him so hard like when you hit him with some like extra weapon that's on the side and the car immediately went to a blow up and that had that drama feel to it but when he was just like bumping him yeah bump bump bump, bump. bump. and then it went and you went to this cut scene it was like why yeah i know so you should have just been like to the side and just gone away you know like the cut scene should have been happened like when that guy just pushed him into a guardrail yeah like when he hit, beginning hit him of the guardrail yeah. yeah yeah when he hit him into something big yeah i get that um but it's just kind of like really just stupid mm-hmm. the way that whole thing was set up. So yeah, uh, but that's what I'm least excited for. It, it didn't catch my interest too much. So I mean, what what about the game stood out to you though? I mean, it still made our top list of interesting games. It's because. I've I've always enjoyed Need for Speed with cops because it adds an element that you have to get away from them after you're done racing. Like you're literally racing if co- you have to outrace the cops after you're done and stuff like that. 
That's what interesting for me. So it just adds that kind of extra little yeah. boost of interesting. Mm-hmm. What, what I find the kind of always that brought me into the the Need for Speed and this one really I, I, it helped me enjoy it is it didn't alone sound like you were just doing a race and then it's your battle between you and the cops, which is always what it's kind of been about. It's now this battle like the cops are this 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 whole other beast, but now you're also having this other criminal element you're you're fighting against and you're taking territories over or over um they they labeled it heist which i was really surprised that they labeled it that way but there's heist elements where you're setting up big you know missions in your car as getaways and big things like that so i'm interested to see how those all kind of turn out in the end um, well, they might be taking that from like what Grand Theft Auto did. Oh, they absolutely are big story-based missions uh, to draw you in and draw draw the player in. And, but here's my thing, though: I can do it in Grand Theft Auto, then get out of the car and shoot people. <laughs> so, why am I going to spend sixty dollars on your game when this game that I already own already does all that and more? I don't know, man. So, excited for it. Want to see more of it, but I don't think. In comparison to what its competition is in Forza, I still don't think it's worth buying yet. Okay, and and the lease date for that game is November tenth. Yeah, I know. So it'll be out this fall with a big rush of games. Um, but I I, I will wait until I'm gonna wait until the previews come out, or mm. not the previews, but the um, gameplay footage and gameplay. Re- I might I might pick it up when it's on sale. Maybe mm-hmm. if yeah. I start getting bored so, of Forza, but yeah. I doubt it. Once we get done with Forza, I think that would be a good racing game to take it yeah all right let's move on to our next one yep uh number two this is uh probably gonna tick some people off but uh forza or we're, we're uh forza battlefront battlefront so this is our we're considered um so s- second to worst game i guess it was second to last place I mean, there's tons of games that did hit this list, but... Didn't even hit this list. But, I mean, some people will be really mad about this. I mean, it's a big Star Wars game. It's a big Star Wars game, but they've disappointed me with the last one. Very much so. Okay, so so let's let's talk about those. What disappointed you about Battlefront 1? Battlefront 1, the lack of guns. Okay, so not as many weapon, uh, weapon choices. There was nine guns for... Which is... And then there was only a gun that really... St- was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. That everyone was using. And then you have the lack of maps. They've added more maps, but when Force Lease sold, there was only three maps. So, yeah. So, three maps, three, and there was like four gameplays with those maps, but only diversified. So, mm-hmm. not a big diverse gameplay system. Yes. Okay. And then the abilities were good. I like that part of the game. Okay. And then everything else was okay. All right. And we've never played it with all the DLC, have we? No, we haven't. Which is what made the game apparently much better is DLC. Now, so let's talk about that. So those are the downfalls. Mm-hmm. But this is what Battlefront 2 is bringing forward. They're bringing in classes. So, yeah, and so they set it up. So they brought in way more guns, something like 36 guns. Yes. Uh, they're introducing class systems, so you can you kind of have that more battlefield kind of setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing they're doing, all this is, I think, the one, the the one that is the most important to this whole system. All DLC is free, which I enjoy. I think EA is pushing that real hard. Well, what what they're really pushing is the part that they don't want to f- 
what they called, and this especially they put out this is fractured playing base. Mm-hmm. Is well, yeah, I have the DLC, but I can only play against this people. And this, my buddy didn't want to buy; he only wanted to try the game out. And now there's a fractured playing base. Yep, they're bringing everything minute one, space battles. Everything that's currently in the game, as it is with all DLC, it will be in two right out of the bag, along with an amazing story mode. Yes, that is true. So I think everything that f- that Battlefield 1 fell short on, it, that this is going to pick up and make better. Like, so it's only been at least two years ago, right? Battlefield yeah, 1 was ba- released. Battlefield was released. Battlefront was released two years ago. So, what they probably did was they upgraded the graphics. They used the same engine. I know about that because they used Frostbite 4 engine for the game. So, they're using the same engine. So, it's pretty much going to be the same game with tweaks. Mm-hmm. So, they've learned from their mistakes and pushing it out forward, which I'm okay with. Well, here's a key part, though. They're bringing everything minute one. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to pay for a season pass now. Yes, that that it makes this makes the game sixty dollars consistently. So the hundred. So now here's the next question you're going to ask: Since they're not bringing a season pass, and you know they're going to lose their money on that, are they going to make a play to win system where you buy your classes and out buy your things early? They might not make it a buy your classes and stuff. There might be some sort of situation about that, but I think it's going to be more customizable gear. Okay. Oh, you're saying like. Uh, out fire skins and outfits fits, and yeah. personalizations. Like uh, I think what Call of Duty has turned into and stuff like that. Okay, so you're you're paying to paying to look good. Yeah. Okay. Which, Which I think it, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that because I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. But a lot of people do care about that and they do pay for that. Well, and if you're not paying for a season pass to get everything and you know you're gonna play the game for a whole year, then it's kind of worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I liked about it is all the heroes were caught crossed all maps. Yes. So the, all the heroes are open no matter what uh, era you're in, and all th- all three eras are being covered now in all the map play. Yeah. So and, and the heroes are from the new games too. Yeah. So new, you're new, gonna get new play as uh, yeah the new movies. So you're gonna play as um Call Stin. What? Call Stin? The Sith guy. Oh, that killed uh Han Solo. Hello. Oh, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, you can play with those. You can play as a who's a Jeb or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Who's a who's a black guy? I don't uh, remember. I don't remember your name either. Uh, then you can play as Ray. Ray, yeah, you can play as yeah. all of them, and all the, the new guys. Guys, so that's good. Uh, oh yeah, I kind of feel like I might pick this up when it goes on sale. Okay, in the spring type time. Yeah, but so. the least date for this one is November the seventeenth. Yeah, right after the. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um. All right. What's next on our list? We got. Uh, a way out. A way out. Now this was really cool. I I like this. So it's a fully it's a forced co op. It's not forced co op game, but a uh, it's a co op game. It is a forced co op. It is game. a forced co op. You have to play with somebody else, and you have to play through. Now the cool part is this: is when you're playing as one character, what you're seeing and doing is absolutely different than what the other character is doing. And I I don't know if. Online play was like this. But yeah, you, they, they said they, they said they had be on. They had be split screen online play. No, it's online. I don't know if it's online play, but uh, 
I, I don't know if you're split screen while you're online, but you can play online or split screen. Yes. Yeah, so I think the part of the reason you're split screen online maybe is because you're absolutely doing two, two different, different things. things and you need what happens to both of them. So the premise of this game is getting out of jail and then finding his wife. Or something there, like there's that. Break, yeah, you break out. You're breaking out of jail, and there's a whole probably the whole first half of the game. I think is breaking out. Yeah, of jail. and then running and to the a border, and then yeah, and then escaping to finalize. I think you're collecting his one of the family members, and you're running to the border. Yeah, and then you know everybody kind of knows that your plan is to mm-hmm. run for the border. Um, but the the cool premise of this game is is if I'm playing my character, you're playing your character. Mm-hmm. I'm in a cutscene. You're actually actively doing something. Yes. So my, my my cut screen might be the distraction. So I'm in the cut screen that's distracting the guards. While you're, during the duration of the cut, cut scene, are trying to execute a portion of the mission to get us set up so we can mm-hmm. escape. Yeah, and, and there's two different play styles for this game. Like, there's one guy that will smooth talk and get his way through, while the other guy's just like, I'll just punch people, people and, and break their heads open break their heads open and just be a total jerk yeah um i'm it's super story based but co-op story based like hardcore co-op story which i enjoy i like yeah. i enjoy playing a nice co-op story mode with you yeah which is great because i but between a lot of that time while you were gone for all those times there wasn't many co-op story modes out yeah. there yeah, and the thing that I'm kind of interested in is seeing how this is going to go is, uh, one, is the online play going to be split, split screen stew? So am I still going to see what your character is doing while I'm split online? Which I would prefer. Just because of the, the the style of play, the part that we're not both doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah, and you're missing half the story. Well, the reason they might not do that is so you have to play through again, again as the other character, character. and see it, see that storyline and yeah. see that arc and hear, see all that stuff. So I'm... I'm kind of interested to see how... And this is an Xbox exclusive, right? I think so. So the the thing that I have a it problem... It was on the Xbox stage, yes. I know that. Yeah, I think it is an Xbox exclusive. The only thing that I'm worried about on this game is a new IP by a by a small developer team. But it looked like the, the spot, the gameplay that they showed was finished. It looks like they spent five or six years on this game as a pet project. Oh, I mean, this was um, who made this game? I don't remember. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. I, I, it, that, I know it was. This is your reward for doing a bunch of our garbage for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, which for a developer, you know, like, hey, you've been a support studio forever, and now here's your opportunity to go out and was it was it rare? No, rare is Sea of Thieves. Yeah, um, we all got the opportunity though. Um, developer was high. Um, Hazard Light Studio, which has done a lot of stuff for EA. Yeah. Which, that's been the people that did, uh, they they do most of the weapon classes for stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm putting this into my category of, I'm going to wait until it comes out and gets reviews before I really start investing in it. But I'm excited to get into it. I might jump into it a little early, depending on what my time schedule is like and everything else. Yeah. Uh, when is that release date? Uh, it's the fourth quarter of 2018. Okay, yeah, so it's going to be in that early... It's going to be the time that we don't have games. No, we'll be in the... Deep into the winter games still. Deep into the... Yeah, the winter games still. But but it hits that... If it hits that before the second quarter, it it will hit that. Alright, so let's talk about the one that was kind of out of a little bit on right field then. Uh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein 2, a new... 
a new a new, new col- colossus colossus so wolfenstein so tell yeah so what was the whole so what's the setup of this game so wolfenstein is if world war Two went the opposite way so if nazi and japan won and then nazi took over japan so the germans have won Mm-hmm. The world is now controlled by the Nazi regime. Yes. Uh, Hitler is, of course, obviously coming on, right? Yeah. Or he's really old. Oh, something like something that. Like, he might be in the stasis or machine. Um, yeah. And everything is controlled through the German German machine. Yep. Um, the world is kind of different. The technology is different. I think you play as a rebel. Kind of yes. a rebel. You play as a rebel in a futurized setting. Like, you're in a, I think, aren't you in America? America, or I think the first one was in England. I don't remember quite well. I haven't played through it too much. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the current. The, this, yeah, this the one. current one was in America. Yeah. So you're a, so you're like a, in you're a freedom fighter in America, fighting the Nazis in occupied America. Um, and you're sabotaging things. You're doing a whole bunch of stuff. There was um. What was that other? There was some other crazy part. There was like a disease that was released that made everybody. Yeah, there was a disease. There's was, there was a lot of things. And then the, the thing that I really like about this game is they brought dual wielding back. Dual wielding. Guns. Guns, period. Yeah. Pistols or. Everything. It looked everything. like. Because one guy had. He had a sawed off shotgun and a Tommy gun in one hand doing part of it. Oh, so you can. Different guns with yeah. dual wielding and moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. um. There's a multiplayer that comes along with this one too. Yeah, uh, I didn't. The story mode was emphasized a little bit more on this, uh, but the story mode for Bethesda games are emphasized. That's what they do. Yeah. So this is a Bethesda game. Yeah. Oh, you can't go wrong with a Bethesda Bethesda based game. That's right, because it was that kind of crazy Fallout, and there was that zomb. There was a lot of zombie emphasis, or kind of like Half Dead, or infected type uh, yeah. theme coming through all of us as the studio stuff um so it's i mean it's a, it's a futuristic twist on the zombie world probably yeah with the nazi zombies <laughs> yes so but i'm interested in this game I, I might pick it up when it goes on sale because i have a lot of story mode stuff to get through still yeah well i mean we're both way behind our story mode we're still playing yeah. dying light and a bunch of other stuff yeah but um what I find kind of interesting about what this game is going to be about is the uh, – I want to see where this world turns into. How How is a freedom fighter who's fighting one in occupied Germany with this half zombie thing? Like you got – you're fighting both, both enemies. Can you use the zombies to attack a fort like – throw something into a fort that creates a bunch of noises that attracts the zombies to them and then use the zombies as a distraction to sneak in your part and do your missions like how is that all going to play out and 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 turn into this whole just integrated crazy world yeah that you can use which bethesda has done really well about just craziness yeah i and i i I kind of trust them. I'm not going to jump into this game minute one. I'm going to kind of see how it plays out. It's also coming right there in the the middle of the madness. Um, of course, in just traditional Bethesda style, they you had no idea it was coming down the road, weren't predicting it at all, and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, they don't. They, they, they just Here it is, the ball. coming out in fall. Yeah, like Fallout wasn't. There wasn't leaks about it until. Well, there might have been a leak like a week beforehand. Yeah. But it was then like, they go like, it's E3, coming out. Here it is. Enjoy this fall. 
and then Merry enjoy Christmas. and enjoy Fallout Shelter. Yeah, and then draw Fallout Shelter in the meantime, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, and that was linked. To, is that linked to the game? Not really. No, not really. No. But yeah, it it the, Wolfenstein will be out October the twenty seventh. Yeah, and um, kind of uh, it's kind of in our mid mid games. We like it, we, but we gotta see where it comes at and if it's really gonna be. We're not so the pipe wasn't enough to say yes we are buying it day one yeah i mean i'm i'm kind of hesitant on story mode stuff because i want to get through other stuff before we get there i just wasn't excited about what it what it had to offer yet i think they still needed to show me more before i'm willing to jump into that game so we're going so some other games that were shown so uh the next game is uh metroid 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 yeah metroid Metroid, Metroid Exodus. Exodus. So, Metroid... This is a Switch game. No. No, 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 no. This is what Xbox showed off the very first game trailer for. This oh. is this guy walking through the tunnel. And then the crate... And that, that startles in the corner. Oh, that, that game. game. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, that was a cool... I, yeah. Yeah, so... The, the trailer of this game... So, if you don't know about this game, it's setting went wrong and now they've been all forced into the metroid system uh, Met- metroid system so the the tunnel system mm-hmm. below the ground yeah like the earth is no longer occupiable yes and so now you're underground and, it, and once they leave those space they have to put it on a mask to breathe yeah and uh so it's just craziness and then those monsters that will whip you to shreds out there yeah so it's another survival-based game, uh, post-apocalyptic kind of game again. Mm-hmm. Just like um, there's actually a few post-apocalyptic games have, that were really big demo yeah. this year. But that's been all the craze lately. It's 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 a world that's not really been too eaten alive yet. Yeah, I mean, uh, which I find it funny that people are like, "Hey, this is just like Fallout Four, or blah, blah blah." Like, okay, these people have been in development cycles for three, four years. There's no way this they 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 stole each each other's ideas. Nope. Uh, there's just that now. World War Z absolutely could give people these the, the ideas about this game. World mm-hmm. War Z, but this, uh, this other movies yeah. movies that have been six years old now. But this game has been this the the, the least of these titles is about ten to twenty years old. They have a series of games. Well, I I know that, but so. I'm saying the idea behind them is not been a fifteen years old. Yeah. Um. I think Ammo Storage was a big thing. Yes, in that uh, game, Ammo Storage is the biggest thing. So you got a lot of inventory management you have to handle. You can only carry so much. What are you going to need to survive? And then there's uh, also different grade. So so in this game, so the old ones, bullets are your currency. Bur- bullets are currency? Yes. Oh, that's dope. So high-grade bullets, like uh, hollow points and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. We saw that guy use that crazy exploding bullet. Yeah. Just, just tore, and then he yeah. ran out of those. Yeah. And so hollow points and stuff like that are valuable. Like, you can buy a gun with that type stuff. Okay. And so currencies, bullets, and uh, high-grade bullets, too. Okay. But you also can use your high-grade bullets as ammunition. Ammunition. So you have two options. You can burn them. Or you try to find a ways to not burn them and then sell them to get more gear yes. and upgrades and other things. Oh, that uh, is so cool. And Bullets then, are currency. And in this game, they have like air-powered guns and BBs and stuff like that, too. Like, they had the crossbow. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You have you have other options of yeah, crossbow with reusable ammunition, well, ammunition. Yeah. which makes sense in a post apocalyptic world. You you'd want something mm-hmm. the good old Daryl gun. So yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for this game. It will be out 2018 sometime. I I honestly, judging by what I saw, I would not surprise to see this get pushed to 2000 spring 2019. Oh, maybe like. Late summer, late summer, or really early fall, like the really early fall, like the September release. Yeah, these guys don't like stepping on anybody's toes. They should just release it in June then. That so that's probably what they're going to hit is probably next year or, or beginning of this summer cycle. All right, so now let's get let's get on to games that are just kind of I'm super excited and for probably will be jumping into close to. Day one release. Uh, oh, we, we just skipped over Sea of Thieves. No, Sea of Thieves is number five. Five. Number oh, yeah. Five. Yeah. So Th- Sea of Thieves is the next game. Um, first of all, last year they demoed this game. It's kind of this four-player, we're on the sea, doing whatever, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's before and, Microsoft. And we're going we're gonna to fight each other. It's... You have to have someone who handles the sails. You have to have someone who handles the steering. You have to have someone, and the guy who's steering because he's looking through the sails can't really see what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have to have a guy up top who's telling the things. It's this weird little PvP, all all four people, uh, but we don't mm-hmm. know what else there is to do. Yeah. And now they really expanded upon so what, what I, you can do. So what I liked about this game is Microsoft took it and ran with it. Microsoft put a whole lot of money into this game to make it exclusive. Well, I wouldn't say that. I think they dropped the whole money in the development of this game. Same. So this is this is Rare's. So this is developed by Rare. Yeah. So Rare's been doing a bunch of Connect games mm-hmm. for them. They've done all the uh, all the East, all the um, Connect sports games. Yep. They've done a bunch of um, other. Uh, there's a couple other the, the connect uh, the one where you went down the waterfall. Mm. Just a bunch of little connect yeah, games connect for games, and they they also made uh, the development package for the connect. Yeah. Um. So they've basically been doing ever since they were bought. They've been kind of doing. E, uh, they've been doing Microsoft Microsoft's bidding. City. Hey, yeah. this is what you're going to do. We need you to do this for X Y Z, and now Microsoft said, "Okay, hey." You guys have probably been sitting here doing our things, and you have some ideas. What are they? And see if these was one of them. And see, they said, we'll give you a – we're going to green light that, and we're going to give you a ton of money to develop that for the next well, three it years. It wasn't really a ton of money. It was more of a proof of concept, and they hit the hype train. But, well, it's still, there's still a ton yeah, of money yeah, involved like, in it. They're saying – they basically yeah. green lit it and say, hey, we're going to keep your – we're going to keep the studio's lights on and pay their bills mm-hmm. because we think if we put – we give them enough time to develop and come up with this game, they're going to do it right. Yeah. And they really demoed that this time. Yes. So you get to see – one, you guys saw the C thing, and you're like, okay, what's that? Uh, and um, the other things they really demoed is – how treasure maps work. Mm-hmm. So you find treasure maps, and here it is, this map of your world. And you have to figure out, you pull up your map of the world, and you have to pull up the map of the treasure map kind of next side by side of each other. Yeah. And and, and figure out, well, this island's like this, and you kind of have to orientate the map to the actual world. Be like, okay, well, we think it's this island. Okay. Well, if you think it's this island, let's sail to that island. So then mm-hmm. you sail to that island. Yeah. Um, and then you get out, because everything has just been sea uh, uh, just been the sea based things. I uh, watched a little gameplay trailer. So when you're looking at the when you're looking at the map, you don't have, you can't hold a light because now you're holding the map. Yeah, your buddy has to stand behind you 
and light the map up so you can see it to compare it to the world map. And then I think you, you kind of have to like do this. There's there's a lot of dialogue involved. There's a lot of people involved. If he walks off, you can't see your map if you're in a dark area unless you're out in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just a lot of little things involved in just how this game is built. Um, we got to see them running around on actual shore and, and shooting things and doing quests. Um, there was a lot of explanation later on with interviews about how the gameplay is going to work um, and how many people are going to be in the studio or how many people are going to be, be in the, the server. server. So basically the way they look at it is, is you should not run into someone, another set of crew about once every hour is what they want that ratio in the server, every server to be. Okay. So the map's big enough that you should only run across someone about every hour. That gives you enough time to grab a treasure, do whatever, and then maybe you might have to fight someone off to protect your treasure before you can turn it in. Yeah, so it's, which I like. I like there's a way to get around not fighting. Yeah, there's actually going to be a lot of ways around that. You can flat out just sail away and avoid. Uh, you can set your customizations up on your boats for speed or battle, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. You know, big and slow with lots of guns or swift and swift and slow for by yourself you know by things you can you can um you can customize boat sizes so hey we only want to do a two-person mission we want to be kind of stealthy i only have me and a buddy and so we got this two little this two-person little boats quick fast but not really big uh and then you got a four-person boat which is much bigger and and the sizes of boats vary how you customize your boats vary um how you set your missions up can vary Mm everything's fluid you can even solo it like there was times when the developers were playing around with it they would get in their own little one person dinghies and you can like turn your lights out and they can't see you and you know on your map you see that they're holding treasure because the treasure lights up on the map right and then he snuck in the boat and then he used some perky had to make his voice heard farther away mm-hmm. so there's there's going to be proximity chat so when I'm closer to you in game and we're talking to each other in our party and our group, you can hear me. Which I prefer. Yeah, and I like that that setup because it kind of gives that it kind of gives that real life feeling to it um, about what what you have to do. Mm-hmm. All right, so. So yeah, I mean. I'm excited for this game. I'm I want to see what it does, and I'm hoping that they did it so that you can play it with two people as easy as four. I, kind of. I think it's gonna be set up in a way where you can play two or three or four people, and you'll still have a good time. I think the max max fun you'll have is with four, uh, and I think we I think honestly we can get a group of four with this game pretty easy. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's, uh, let's is, move on. We've uh, this was 2018. They didn't really say what day. I don't remember what day. It's first quarter. They're spring. Yeah, spring so. release. Uh, they haven't they haven't picked the date yet, but spring yeah. release. Our next one is gonna be uh, Middle of Shadow of War. Middle of Shadow of War. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm a. I don't know. I really this one's this one's not co-op, is it? No, I don't think it's co-op. The first one wasn't co-op. Um, so this is for me is I'm still kind of want to see what it's got has to do with it. I'm kind of nervous to jump into a full blown single player game just because I'm not caught up with any of my single player games. I still have two Assassin's Creed's to get through. I'm poking away at 
Forza, which I'm kind of playing with people. It's, it's that drop in, drop out has, makes it nice. Um, uh, one thing I was really excited was the the way the fighting style looked amazing. So, so there is a game before this one, which is on my PC. I'll let you, I'll share with you so you can play it a little bit. Uh, but the fighting in this game, it's like Batman fighting, uh-huh. but better. So that. Yeah, the, the whole that moving quick. fast and stuff like that, and the abilities and the comboing and countering and comboing up yeah. and all that stuff. That sounds amazing. Um, what the one thing that kind of scares me about this game is it sounds like you're actually doesn't scare me, but I'm kind of excited about it. Found I, I found very interesting is they they kind of showed off the part that you're you're a writer, right? You're a bad guy before he kind of fully turns. Yeah, and you're collecting your army, and the way you collect your army is by battling boss orcs and then making them your slaves. Yeah, that that's the premise of the game. And then you're prepping your for your war. Yes, and that is that is so cool. So your war is against uh, Mordor. Mordor. Yeah, you're battling Mordor. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, and the way you're battling Mordor is through through orcs, through orcs. their own orcs. Yeah. Which is really kind of a cool thing. Um, this thing comes out when? Uh, this comes out October 10th. Again, during that fall gravy train. So I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to have to wait on this it's one It's going to be a wait, but I mean. I'm, I'm going to wait and see see where it really, where it kind of stands and how it feels. So this game might be the only time I'm trying to pick up a collector's edition of it. Oh, really? Just because yeah. you're just that interested into it? Uh, have you seen the collector's edition of this game? No. Uh, you should look that up later. Oh, it's, it's coming cool. like a statue or something. Yeah, like, that? like it's cool. Okay. Um, moving on, number eight, Anthem. Anthem. So I, I'm. Anthem is by BioWare, so people that I trust make games. So um, the, what what? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna phrase this the best I can. Mm-hmm. What about this game says I should pick up day one? Because we have this way up our list. So what says day one, yes. It's a co-op game. Drop in, drop out. Yes, drop in, drop out for missions. For missions. And can be straight up co-op too. So like the division. Like the division, yes. Very similar to the division setup. Uh, it has a great... It has a world that I'm interested in that I haven't seen eBay else really do. So it's a brand new IP with a... It looks like the world was massive yes it does massive because you had a world you had a jet uh your suit was um it was a jet it was a jet basically it's a mini it, you're it, iron man. man pretty much like. yeah it's like a it's like an exosuit similar to iron man and this massive uh was it post popular world for this one too i think it w- no 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 it's a foreign the world, world. They, they, they're exploring they foreign world, foreign world yeah. so you have an outpost that and your outpost is a safe zone, which has walls and stuff. I'm wondering if they're going to do a fort situation like there, or is like upgrade your fort to protect you against the wildlife that might attack and stuff like that. Well, I wonder if you can you'll be able to do kind of like Dying Light, where you have you start having multiple places, places. you get multiple forts. You mm-hmm. you start off in one area, but then as time goes on, you establish and build more, more safe, safe zones. zones and roads between them and stuff yeah, like that. And quick tra- so then that sets up a quick travel system. And yeah. All that. I'm pretty sure they will because gamers will get ticked if they don't. So, yeah, but this was um, – so you play as people called um, – what were they called? Explorers? Not explorers. There was a fancy word for them. 
but they travelers or something. I don't but remember. the freelancers, that's what they are. They get paid to go outside the world and to do stuff. Really? Yes. Th- that's how you get missions. Is the f- guy comes in and is like, why didn't you not hire blah? And and that's the name of all the people. And so she had to go out and make their mistakes up. It's like it was such a great game. And then there's different exosuits and upgradable for the exosuits because the guy said I just put a new model on my Colossus. Yeah, yeah. So you have you have class of suits because you have this one that's uh, it looks all like purpose, it, like all purpose. You're just general suit. You have a like a a mammoth or a Hulk or a Colossus. Colossus. Yeah. yeah. You have like a stealth suit where you can go invisible and mm. kind of just go move around, move around really fast, really quick. And I think there was another suit. I'm yeah. pretty sure with game with the with time goes on, they might make not an all around, but like a hybrid between two suits and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm a little. I this first of all, this is going to be coming out third quarter. It's going to be in the fall of next year. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm excited to play it. I'm hoping by then I've kind of cleared my plate to have it ready to play day one. I'm I'm hoping to because I want to buy this game. It's made by BioWare. I will buy it day one because it's made by BioWare. And BioWare is finally putting out a co-op game, which makes me a little more interested into it because I've always steered away from them, from BioWare games, mm-hmm. because I don't want to invest that much time in a game that I can't I enjoy mean, with my friends. You're still trying to get through Mass Effect 2. Yeah, I'm, I just don't, you know, and even when I do have time, I still find myself drawn to games that I can continue on and build myself up for multiplayer play mm-hmm. later. Yeah, so, yeah, it. I mean, it looks interesting. It looks like they're doing the co-op, and it, it's made by the regional BioWare developers. Yeah, and I think with that, it will be... One, it's a brand new, brand new IP. Just yes, super crazy. So this is probably the reason why Mass Effect Four was in the red, um, was made by the the Montreal team. Team, yeah, it's got put on support. support. Yeah, it probably was. They probably they've been in development cycle for this for the last two or three years. It this is probably Bioware doesn't do anything fast, so this is probably a five year walk. Yeah, I, and I if they have to delay this, I hope they do. I if they have to delay this to two thousand nineteen. I because they they demoed this really early. They demo this. They demo everything really early. Yeah, but they they this game looks great though. It looks like a, almost a finished product already because they that, showed gameplay. Of now it. this is an Xbox exclusive, isn't it? I think it might have been an Xbox first. Xbox first. Yes, because they said they. Well, no, no. I think it's an exclusive because it is an Xbox exclusive because at the EA conference they couldn't they they showed a clip of it. But they said more to be shown, shown on, on Xbox. Xbox. So I think it's exclusive to Xbox. Well, I'll take a look at it real quick. Uh, but yeah, this I'm excited about this game. Um, makes it just oh, it reeks of just it's 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 a new world. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. We've never seen it before. It's futuristic. Um, flying in an Iron Man suit looks like you know you don't have to get to anything just to start flying. You just jump and go. Yeah, you, you just start have cruising. To find and, and the part that means the world is not just two dimensionally, you know, big, plain, wide open. Now you have this big, open, upward level, upward level, and downward level, and you're not you're not limited to what's on the ground around you or that type of stuff. You're you're limited. Your limits are nothing. Yeah, and I the mean, parts you're just blazing, flying through this 
overgrown jungle tunnel system and hitting the ground and then going up and the the possibilities of what this world could present is endless. Yeah, I mean it's great. It it looked amazing. It looked amazing. I'm excited for it. This is just they did this it's for Scorpio. This is what it's for. It's for the Scorpio. Oh no! Launching in fall of eighteen, fall. Xbox One, PC, yeah. and PlayStation 4, Four. So, so yeah, not an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, but demoed Xbox. Also, um, but, but yeah, this game is probably going to look really well. It's going to be played on the Scorpio for four. I think they went with the Xbox because of the Scorpio. Yeah, they, yeah, the because of the of, 4K. of what the power that four that four K everything. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about Assassin's Creed. So, I haven't shown you gameplay of this, but it's moving towards the formula of how um, how Dark Souls is played. Probably not as hard as Dark Souls, but Dark Souls has a really good mechanic. They have a pairing system that you have to use your shield for, or not use your shield. You have multiple weapons to use, and great fighting style, and great, you have to think about the fighting. Like, I, had, I feel like there's a lack of that in the last... Assassin's Creed titles. It's just a bunch of button mashing. Yeah, and I think they're get, yeah they got rid of that. And it looks like with the mechanic of the eagle, the mm-hmm. eagle to scout, you really the the stealth option has been just the true ramped. eagle style. Yeah, the true stealth option has just been ramped. Um, we get to learn how the assassins became assassins. But yeah, how became how mortal. how the order was created because you're creating the order because. When they leaked this, it looked like you were a uh, gladiator fighter, like a uh, arena fighter. Yeah, you're in a glad. Uh, yeah, you're an arena fighter that wants more, mm-hmm. that wants to do more, and has this eagle that you can. You're somehow mentally bonded with, bonded to, uh, and and that's how you know how the eagle vision becomes a part of your life, which got passed down through generation to generation. generation. The the dog busted through. Yeah, the dog just said, "I want to be in the in in the podcast." It's fine. Oh, okay. Not in here. Okay. Um, but I'm excited for the part that one they took a break off, so the developmental cycle got a little bit more time to it. The other thing I'm super excited is the part that they're they're kind of just rebooting it a little bit. They are, which it needed. Like the last couple have been a little bit bad. Well, they've been, it, it felt like they've been um, just grinding. Mm-hmm. You felt like you were grinding Assassin's Creed out every year, and you're just like, I need a break. And they gave us one, and now I'm excited to get this next one. I'm also really excited about the part that, since it's, it, it's an origin story, you know, it is an origin story, basically, mm-hmm. that we're getting away from that constant, like, you were wondering, are we going to be in World War One next? Are we going to be in... What were you know? What's what they were doing the 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 it, French Revolution, which was sort shortly after the American Revolution, Revolution. Uh, in unity, and then what was in? You would hit the Civil War, probably would be the next one. Yeah, so I was like, uh, so we're just gonna hit the Civil War, and then we're gonna play and you know go into the real time, which would have been interesting because that's what they've been setting up. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe they'll continue that storyline. Mm-hmm. Next one. Uh, I do hope they actually start bringing these out only every two years and kind of give you a full 
a full opportunity to enjoy the story. Yeah. I mean, they can start doing that now. Ubisoft has a lot more game developers underneath them now. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think they've got enough a robust inventory of big repeatable titles that they can now not they're not as dependent on the mass cycle of one year yeah one a year because game. they have now the division they yeah. had for honor which is in eh. but but they have other triple a games that yeah. they can well, back up they've got watchdogs mm-hmm. uh division ghost recon uh, fall cry 5 for the far cry series they have a big enough portfolio now that i think they're going to start spreading uh, they're giving their developers more game time cycles uh, uh gaming cycles time and developing just bigger quality games mm-hmm. so and i think that's an amazing call so this is going to be released on october 27th and yeah. i'm excited for that uh, this is probably a day one pickup yep has to be just have to get into this game which means now i have to get through two two more before i get to it i know which means it might not be a day one pickup pick up. <laughs> I it, might wait for it to be on sales to buy me more time. Well, we'll find out. We have a couple of the games that we would like to get through. Yeah. So let's go into the beast we've just ignored. So, Call of Duty World at War 2. Boots on the ground! Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that's been a big thing about it. Um, ever since the gameplay, or ever since the release trailer has been announced. Boots on the ground. Yes, they're putting an emphasis on not jumping around anymore, which yes. is great. Thank you. Thank you. It's going to go back to I think what made this series was World was World One was the World War Two. World War Two, but the first World at War. Yeah, the just they're they're taking us back to its roots is really what they're doing. Yeah. They're bringing us back to where it's where it should be. Um, I'm hoping they bring back the giant maps with it too. I think they will. I think Sledgehammer is a little better about that. I think we're going to see a a more um, a wide one. The maps look bigger from that. I think we're going to go back to eight, eight on eight versus six on six. Um, I think we're going to see more wide open gameplay. We're going to see that kind of really fast paced and smooth and more tactic there was definitely more emphasis on tactics in 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 every trailer they 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 had they had emphasis on snipers they had emphasis on uh different class systems and their abilities and their functions and what they can and cannot do um also looked like they had uh emphasis on different ammo types uh yeah ammo types what uh what those types of mm-hmm. things can do so lots of customization and what where they can go and how they can react um i think uh that's going to play into a mass amount of other people's uh, to a more massive audience because more divorce more diverse well it's it's i don't like the jumper i cannot no. stand playing games with jumpers just because the person with the fastest fingers wins there's no strategy involved yep and it that drives me nuts and that's not what yes call of duty was of course who had the fastest trigger times it was also who knew how to use their trigger times and when did you know that skill? There was a certain there, there, amount. There of- was a skill involved. Like me, I had a I could do a run and gun type of situation because I had a quick reaction time, mm-hmm. and I used a single shot, so I could put a bullet into somebody and make sure they're dead. Yeah, and uh, I played a very s- slow and methodical gameplay, and uh, almost not camperistic, but close to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very strategic about how I played my game, and 
I would move, yes, but it was not, you know, I wasn't the, I wasn't going to be, if I came across someone face on face right in front of me and it was who pulled the trigger fastest, I lost. Mm -hmm. But if you, but I set my, I set my classes up in such a way that, um, uh, that if I, that I could hear, I, I play with headphones, and so I would hear my enemy's footsteps, and I would this, and then I set myself in a spot where I could shoot him immediately before he saw me. Yep. Uh, and that's the way game style I played. Mm-hmm. Um, when they went to the jumper, where you could just run around on the walls, you could jump around, yeah, and everything you else. Could, you oh. could slow down, but it wasn't really best. Oh, I would shoot at somebody, and but it, because I'm shooting from distance, one, they can just, bloop, bloop, you know, Two A buttons away. Now my bullets, bullets are off target. They this. They wait until they heal me, and now I'm dead. Yep. I've given away my position, and I still haven't gotten a kill. And it was frustrating to play that style of game. And if you had someone who was just good at just dodging and moving around, they would use their boosts in such a way that you would never shoot anybody. And it was just, it was. So yeah, it was unrealistic fighting. Black Ops Three has been the closest to do a f- near first person shooter that was tolerable in the Call of Duty yeah. world. So, uh, this will be released November the 3rd. Um, I do like how they put emphasis on trench warfare because they had the trench gun. The trench gun the yeah, trenches. it looked a little more gritty. A little and more gritty than a call. They had single is. shots. They did have an automatic, but they... It was a Thompson gun, which is low-powered. Yeah, they, yeah. they emphasized a lot of the World War II guns, which was the M1 Grand, the Thompson, the Bar. Um, so, you're... And, and they, those all came with uh, kind of a class-based setup. Yep. So you're gonna have your support, your assault, your probably uh, sniper or um, yeah, sniper classes and everything else. Um, what I'm gonna be interested to see, and this is gonna be kind of um, a very interesting setup for Activision because Activision has a deal with most of the games come out on the PlayStation as the PlayStation first now, mm-hmm. uh, first on the PlayStation Pro. But PlayStation Pro is so underpowered that. Uh, like for instance, Destiny Two is a great example. They're locking even the the Xbox One X as thirty frames per second, ten eighty p, and not even going to four K. No, we're not. But the Xbox One X can do it. Xbox yeah, but we're One, lock, we're locking it in. Xbox for the Xbox X, the Scorpio Xbox One X mm-hmm. can run sixty frames per second, which is on ten eighty p and four K. Yeah, which is significant boost even if 1080p it yeah. makes motion blow way better yeah and so let's let's start talking about that real quick yes since we're, we got time um so the xbox one scorpio or mm-hmm. xbox one x as it's called now which acronym is xbox yeah which is xbox i know <laughs> x mode x okay so what the part that i found interesting about this is one they've already said if you own Gears of War, Forza, Horizon. Ghost Recon. There's a bunch of games. You will immediately get free upgrades to 4K 60 frames if when you get, go to the X. So, so now you have backboards titles that you have already owned and can play at higher resolutions. resolutions. Uh, they immediately said load times through the roof. Uh, liquid cooling. Liquid cooling, which is how they get that so much power on that GPU. A 30, 32 gig bus line bus line which is massive that was massive that was amazing yeah um and here's the part that i found the most uh, the smallest xbox ever yep that means it's smaller than the 360 
And the 360 was really the yeah the 360 was really slim line. Mm-hmm. So that means it's smaller than the Xbox One S. This Xbox is definitely smaller than the Xbox. So one, we're getting a way powerful more console. That charcoal gray uh, that they they showed it with. It you you saw like it had on the S. It looks very similar to the S. Outward appearance very similar to the S, uh, just in a smaller package. Uh, IR sensor, so it's going to do all the same stuff that the S does. Here's a part that I think is going to sell it better: 4K Blu-ray player built in. Yes, which is odd because that's uh, Sony owns that. So, Sony owns Blu-ray, but the Pro can't do it. It doesn't have the hardware specs to do it. So now. You got people who are in that range. Well, I want to buy a four clay Blu-ray player. How much is a four clay Blu-ray player? Player? It's about a hundred bucks or so. Is it? Yeah, I think it's more. So four K Blu-ray player. Oh no. Yeah, uh, it's a. There's cheap ones are a hundred bucks. But mm-hmm. if you want to get a no 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 two hundred bucks three hundred bucks. Cheap as one. Here we go. Sony Blu-ray 4K upscale. Nope, that's upscale. Mm-hmm. To go to a native, you guys spend two hundred sixty dollars. Yep. So now, let's let's talk about this real quick. Xbox One X is a five hundred dollar console, four ninety nine. Yep. Most powerful console in the market. Mm-hmm. If you are if you have a four K TV, are you wanting to into the four K world? And you're like, man, I gotta spend. I gotta drop. $300 just to get into the 4K world to get to a 4K Blu-ray player. Yep. Native. Built in. $600, $700 to get to a, a really good 4K player. $1,000 to get to the top of the line 4K player with yeah. Wi-Fi and the whole nine yards. Yep. Why would I do that? I can spend $500 on the Xbox One X mm-hmm. and there it all is in one package with Netflix and everything else and a game and a high-power gaming system. Yes. Like that is what sold that is what made PlayStation cells work for them in the PlayStation 3 versus the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Cause it came with native Blu-ray built in. Yeah. Now we're getting native Blu-ray 4K. And as time goes on, is that and that price drops, let's say the Xbox One X starts coming down to from four ninety nine to three ninety nine in yep. a year or two from now. You're looking at people who are now like, well, I have a four K TV. Or I want to get into this. I want to get into the 4K ecosystem. I want to kind of. It's time for me to upgrade. Yeah. Well, I can spend four or five hundred dollars on a player that just does a player, or I can buy a Scorpio and it does it all. You know, and I I, I don't know if it, is it a pure gaming system or they allow you to still do the TV input. Uh, let me check real quick. I, I, they, I, they didn't emphasize any of that. It's like the media system too. But, but I'm thinking because it's still the Xbox One. Uh, yeah, see if you can find uh, v- photos of it maybe. Um, because there might be, if you can have, if it does the TV input still, Xbox One X. Because that would be, I can pipeline Lost my games to it. Well, then now let's talk about, you know, now you have, um, you have the Xbox One, um, yeah, they don't show anything on the back of it. Yeah, they don't. 
But yeah, they, they you have the Xbox One's capabilities with now the PlayStation. And I'm wondering if they would take the HDMI and upscale it to 4K. They take 1080p and upscale it to 4K. Um, I wonder. I mean, they could. I mean, they could upscale it to 4K. I mean, they could also, um, you know, what's the, what's the, uh, what's the uh, next, you know, like, could they also, could you have a 4K, because 4K sports is starting to become a thing. Uh, can can you watch sporting sports in 4K through it too? Um, yeah, I just found a back side of the thing. Those are two HDMI inputs. There's HDMI in and HDMI out. Yep. Boom. So you can throw your TV and throw that bad boy still too. That's yep. amazing. That's great. And it looks like they're going to have a simple auxiliary out port. Oh, that's even better. Mm-hmm. All right, that is ridiculous. With the still having the digital one, jeez, I don't know. I'm I'm pumped about this. Get into an the getting being able to get into a 4K. The only thing I have to do is figure out how to buy a 4K TV right now. Yeah, even though I'm probably going to end up just buying a high high end 4K gaming monitor for my office, and that might be my way around it. They did take out the um, connect port on it. But that's okay. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm I don't think this will ever go downstairs and with my family. My initially it might eventually happen, but I doubt it will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's about it. That wraps up our E3 basic coverage of E3. I'm sure more information will be coming out over time. Oh no, that's an IR out. IR out. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, IR out. Yeah. Oh, so you can control your TV still? Because it's like the S. It controls your TV just like the Xbox One S does. Mm-hmm. Where it um, So it's not like the other ports. I.O. out. Yeah, which is cool because then you can program your TV. So when it turns on, it turns your TV on, which is re- that's that's handy. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my new Xbox up here doesn't do that. I wish it would, um, but it doesn't. Um, so um, where can you find you at, Dave? You can find me at DB Nallen. Uh on what at twitter at twitter uh you can find me at ba or now in ba uh you can find uh you can find me on xbox live at silent killers you can email us at those now brothers or can you find you at on xbox live uh black death 59 without the c hey join our group those now brothers uh we're on pretty much every friday and saturday night evenings uh, most nights uh, out there gaming with each other. Uh, been playing lots of Forza Horizon right now, and it's a blast. The Hot Wheels edition has that racing in loop de loops and craziness is just a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just messing around in that game is fun. Yeah, and it's, it's just good times. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if I should wait to play some more of that game until Xbox X. We're not even halfway through, through the, the game. game. That's true. I mean, we, we, as, we, I, I like it as our, hey, we need to play for 20 minutes game. Yeah. Versus been, instead of doing Rocket League, just load up this. Yeah. Get a race in, a couple races in, and then move on. Okay. So, yeah. So, you, we're done then. That's it. We've been, uh, kept it short, kept it simple, brought you the E3 news that really matters. It's important to, to, to the our crew and what we believe should be the games you should be excited so for. So, the Xbox X will be out November the 17th yep november 17th um with a price of 500 bucks yeah uh i think at that price though 
it's very worth it just to know that you'd have to spend three hundred dollars or two hundred dollars, low end two hundred dollars, to get a four K Blu Ray player. So native four K native blue four K Blu Ray player. So you got a native four K Blu Ray player along with the top end console. Yes. So I think that that right there makes the price very affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's about it. Yep, that will be it uh, for Brett Allen and David Allen. This is those Nile Rose podcast. See you guys next. Time.